Welcome, everybody, to He's Not Done Yet. We are so delighted that you're here today. And, uh, hey, we're back in our back in our office, back in our studio here on Kill Avenue. You know, we got displaced with the tornado and everything, and we're just so glad to be back and uh, how the Lord has really taken care of us and everything. And, you know, He's Not Done Yet is a radio broadcast that goes out every Sunday on on Victory Radio Station. It goes out on 10, uh, 10 to 11. And, uh, of course, you can pick it up on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, you know, all the platforms you can find us there. It's he's not done yet.com. He's not done yet.com. We'd also like to invite you to our church, the First Pentecostal Church. It's at 1401 Calvary Road. We have church on Sunday morning uh, at 1030, uh, Sunday night at 7. And then we're back for our midweek service um, at 7 p.m. on Tuesday evening. Feel free to give me a call. Text me 501-339-8017. And uh, today's scripture comes from John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you. We praise you today, God. We just pray that this would fall on good ground, God. We just, we're just so honored, Lord. We love you, and we just pray it in your name, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Did anybody come to serve the risen Savior this morning? You ought to put your hands together and worship with us.
on, could you clap your hands to the risen Savior this morning? Hallelujah. Amen. This verse of scripture this morning will be from the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verses 10 through 12. It says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Come on, why don't we worship the Lord this morning?
goes when you move Such an easy thing for you to do And your hand is moving right now And you are still showing up At the tune of every Lazarus And your voice is calling me now Right now I know you're able Cause you never lost a battle
walking up and down these aisles today. God wants to touch our hearts. Today is a special day. I've got a very good friend of mine here, a teacher, somebody I love, somebody that I highly uh, respect and look up to, and uh, and um, and I know that you're all going to be blessed today. And Brother Davis, if you would just come on in, and we'd love to hear what you have for us today. Thank you very much. Um, today. I'm going to be speaking about fasting. And fasting is something that Christians do all over the world. Many religions fast. Many religions um, have long fast. They have short fast. But I want to start out by saying Isaiah 58 and 6 says, Is not this the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke. We all know that fasting is a tool, and we can fast, and we can pray, and we can seek the Lord, and fasting works. I can remember a time in my life when I was in my 20s, and I was helping a friend paint a house, and I fell off a ladder, and 
broke or sprained my left foot very, very bad. And uh, every time I would walk, I could feel the bones popping in my foot. And I went on a fast. And on the fourth day of my fast, the Lord healed my foot and it has never popped or hurt since. And it was a, a victory early in my life that I realized that fasting and praying works. And so that's what we have to do. We have to fast and we have to pray. Uh, I don't really want to dwell on the spiritual side today as much as I want to teach you how to fast. Uh, as a young man, I fast many, many, many different times. I remember one particular time I went on a 10-day fast. And on this 10-day fast, uh, I got sick. And I got so sick at the end of 10 days that I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. And I'm thinking, here I am, I'm fasting, I'm doing something good, and I feel like I'm going to die. What is going on? And so it opened up some doors for me to study and pray and see what, what was wrong. And over the years, I've heard of many, many people who have done the same thing. They fasted 8, 10, 12, 15 days and get very, very sick and ill. So I said, Lord, what's going on? What can I do? Uh, how could I fast longer than 10 days or 12 days or 15 days? And so that's what I really want to speak about today. But I want to uh, talk about a few different types of fasting before I get started in that. Uh, one type of fasting that is catching on uh, the past four or five years among people is uh, intermittent fasting. Now, intermittent fasting is, is being promoted by a lot of doctors and a lot of people. And intermittent fasting, the most popular one that I've heard of is where that people can eat during an eight-hour period and then fast for 16 hours. And the, the doctors that are promoting this are really uh, pleased with the results. Uh, as a matter of fact, one doctor even said that uh, the cancer rate among the Arab countries is half of the United States and Europe. And one of the reasons he attributes uh, this lower cancer rate is to intermittent fasting. During Ramadan, they fast for a whole month, and they, from sunup to sundown, they eat nothing. And so there, uh, there are a lot of different intermittent fastings. There's different ways to do it, but it seems to work. And I heard one doctor, and he commented, he said, uh, Americans are eating themselves to death. They're not giving their body a rest. They get up and they eat from the time they get up to the time that they go to bed. They snack between meals all day long. And so this is a rest for the body, intermittent fasting. The next type of uh, fasting I'd like to talk about is juice fasting. And there is a very, very good book on juice fasting by Dr. Pavel Arola. And in this book, he is a promoter of only drinking juice, only drinking fruit juice, vegetable juice, different types of juices. But on the juice fast, he they have had several uh, people that's gone 40, 50, and 60 days on nothing but juice. It's another type of fasting for your body. Uh, 
the grape fast. The grape fast is a, another fast that I studied. And in the grape fast, a woman named Joanna Brandt, she discovered that the grape fast made her cancer go away. She went on uh, several different fasts. She went on a water fast. She went and did this several times and her cancer would go away and then it would come back. And so she decided to do a grape fast. She ate grapes. Seems like it was 25 or 30 days, nothing but grapes and water. And her cancer went away and never came back. Uh, she has, uh, it, you can look it up. It's called The Grape Cure by Joanna Brandt. Uh, then there's short duration fast, uh, uh, maybe up to three days. And then extended fast of over three days. The prophet's length fast, which was uh, Moses, Jesus Christ, Elijah, and some people believe that Joshua. These were 40 days. These were very lengthy fasts. But how do you fast that long, and how do you go that long without getting sick? And that's really what I want to talk about today. And because it happened to me, and because it's happened to others. And so what, what do we do to complete a fast and feel good during the fast and not be sick and at the end of the fast feel very good? Well, this is what I discovered. First of all, if you're going to fast, before you fast, prepare mentally and physically, okay? Preparing mentally could be making up your mind the duration, uh, how long you're going to fast, and the, the, the way that you will cleanse your body. Uh, prepare mentally and physically, predetermine the length of your fast, and eat very lightly several days before the fast. Okay, now the most important thing I'm going to tell you, and I was leading up to this point, is that there's one thing you must do before you fast. You must purge your system. If you don't purge your system, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to be like I was. Okay, purge your body and try to empty yourself much in the same way that if you were going to have a colonoscopy. What they tell you to do, they tell you to purge your system so that there's nothing there so that they can do the examination. Okay, you can do, do that with several things, magnesium citrate, Epsom salts, and different things. But one of the most important things that you'll ever do is purge your system. Now, why do you purge your system? Well, because during a fast, nothing is normal. Nothing is normal again. Your system is not working normally. So everything that you have in you is going to stay in you unless you purge your body, okay? So you're not going to eat anything, but what you have in you is going to putrefy. It's, your body's going to try to reabsorb it because your body is screaming to live, okay? So while your body is screaming to live and while it's trying to get everything it can, it will try to reabsorb what you've got in you. So it's a very, very uh, important thing to do. During your fast, daily prayer, drink water. Uh, you must have water. You must force yourself to drink water. Uh, some people will drink uh, 
over a half gallon, some people close to a gallon of water during a day. But this is how your body is going to cleanse itself. You're going to have to exercise. You're going to have to walk. You're going to have to keep active. Um, several years ago, I uh, read about an institute. Now, I won't name it, but it's in Arizona. And many, many people go to this institute. And for three weeks, what they do is they drink nothing but fruit juice, fresh fruit juice, about 11, 12 big glasses a day, and they take two enemas a day. Now you say, well, Brother Davis, I, you know, I don't know. Well, what your body is doing, your body is clearing itself and cleaning itself, and if you don't have a way for this to leave your body, then it, it's not good. And so during that process that you've got going on, you have to help your body. You're going to have to continuously purge your body. Uh, you need a dry brush massage, and you need a daily bath. Now, what happens during the fast? Well, there's a process called autophagy. And autophagy just simply means self-eating. And what happens inside of you is your cells turn on one another and they start eating one another. Now your, your organs, your main organs, naturally they're spared, but your fat cells and your different cells, well, God in his wisdom, he made the human body to where at this point, all the malignant cells, all the bad cells, all the malformed cells are being consumed by your body. Your body wants to live. It's screaming, I want nourishment. I want to live. And these things are being eaten up in your body. Many, many people have reversed cancer, have reversed many different diseases by just fasting. Now, back to the institute that I read about, these people in that institute, they go there for three weeks, and that's the only thing they do. They pay around $6,000 a week to go in to do this. You can do the same thing at home, but many people in our day will not discipline themselves to do that. They'd rather go to an institute and learn and do it. But anyway, they have many, many people that come out that they no longer have diabetes. They no longer are sick because they have purged their body and they've also put fresh nutrition in their body. So think about it. It's a, it's a very, very uh, useful tool. Fasting is a way for us to cleanse our bodies. It's a way to do uh, the body uh, in a much better way. Um, autophagy, the body consumes itself. It's a survival mechanism. Okay, after the fast, what do you do after the fast? Well, you break your fast very slowly. Your system has basically been at rest, so you will want to get back to normal slowly. A lot of people recommend uh, juicing the first day when you begin uh, breaking your fast. Now, since I learned how to fast and I learned what to do, I have completed three 21-day fasts with nothing but water. Now, I completed one earlier this year, I think around March 4th or March 5th. 
I, I fasted 21 days with nothing but water. And I did not feel bad. I felt very good. I, did, I wasn't sick. I, wasn't, I didn't have to go lay down. I walked every day. I worked in the yard. I did everything that I wanted to do. Uh, well, even went to the grocery store for my wife. Well, I, I just, you just do uh, different things, and you can do whatever you want to do. And that was on a 21-day fast. My goal is to do it again and go perhaps 25 or 30 days next time. Um, this is how your body can get rid of bad cells and disease. And I'm not in perfect health, but I take no prescription medication at all. Um, but we all need to re-examine fasting, not only for, for spiritual, but for ourselves, for our body. And in, in fasting, you can fast and you can pray and God will do miracles when you fast. God is for us. He is for us fasting. He is for us trying to seek him and get closer to him. It's been a, it's been a very, very good tool in my life. And so I do want to fast again, uh, another lengthy fast. I do uh, intermittent fasting. Uh, my wife has done some intermittent fasting, but it is a tool that's available. But the one thing that I'd like to emphasize today is you must purge your body. You must keep your body purged. Uh, if you want to do it successfully, you're going to have to continue throughout the whole fast to wash your body, to purge your body, and keep it clean. It needs that help. And some people say, well, I don't know about that. I don't know if I can do that. You can do it, and it's very necessary. We live in a day and an hour where we are constantly, our bodies are being filled with we don't know what. Uh, we're ingesting pesticides. There's Roundup that's being sprayed on the farmland. Uh, there's arsenic that was sprayed by our government many years ago on a lot of farmland. There's arsenic supposedly in the rice. We are being inundated with uh, different types of toxins. And one of the doctors that I read about, Dr. Thomas Cowan, he made the statement. He said, what makes humans sick is toxins, drugs, poisons, and chemicals. And so a good fast can help us. We need to cleanse our body. We need to uh, wash our body inside and out and keep, keep it clean. And so this can undo some of the damage that's been done to us by just random eating, random, uh, you know, not knowing, not having the knowledge to know what to do. But today, if you want to fast, and you want to fast, and you want to make it lengthy, you've got to remember to do these things. You've got to purge yourself before you ever start. You've got to keep yourself clean during the fast. Um, at this particular institute I was referring to, that's what they did. That they, they cleansed their body. They let their body repair itself during this period. So it's a great tool. And uh, back to the scripture, uh, is not this the fast that I have chosen? The Lord wants us to fast. He wants us to pray. He wants us to, uh, to break the bonds of the wicked and that ye may break every yoke. Thank you very much. Well, hallelujah. Well, thank you so much, Brother Davis. What a 
What a blessing. I know everybody's been blessed today uh, to hear that, and uh, that's going to help us to be able to do the fast and to cleanse our bodies, and it's so needed. And I, I tell you, I've had many miracles that I was praying and I was praying, and it came to me uh, that I couldn't, could not break or, or the miracle would not happen until I started to fast. And uh, when I fasted that the Lord, how he came through, and it's just, uh, just what a blessing. Well, we thank you so much, brother, for being here, and we're going to hear from our pastor, and he's going to sing a song called Worth. Hallelujah. You thought I was worth saving, so you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping, so you cleared me up. So 